<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ben from Queer as Folk. Oh my God! Happy happy hour. <laughs> that was quite a scream coming into that. I, don't I even was like, care. "Wow, what was that scream!" <laughs> You're drinking coffee. Hi, Ben. Sorry. How are you? Yes, Hello, I'm, it's I'm, Robert Gant. Yes. Right, right. It's Robert Gant. <laughs> but to, to many people, when they it's approach ben. me on the street, it's, oh, it's Ben. Yeah, absolutely. That that happens all the time. So it, 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 it's it's perfectly acceptable. Oh my god, you're so super hot. Uh, oh. Okay, Depends you. I had the. Okay, here's. Okay, I'm gay. You're gay. <laughs> you Indeed. and Brian made is... me question on Queer as Folk because Brian also hot as fuck. What's his name? But he was straight. Gail. Gail right. Harold. Mm-hmm. But yeah. he was straight. So that's... I don't care about any of it. I, I wanted know. to fuck Ben and oh, my. Brian. <laughs> Is this how you're opening the podcast? Right. Apparently. Apparently I am. Ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's, welcome. It's been a rough day today. Uh, <laughs> Bar testimony. Yeah. You didn't get a nap. Bar has just has just declined to testify tomorrow because he's a giant pussy because he got his he got his punk ass bitch ass whipped today Ooh. in the Senate. Yes. Right? Yeah, he, I don't know if you saw that or not. Uh, Washington Post just broke that uh, he is turning down the uh, offer to te- testify before the House Committee tomorrow. Really? Wow. I hadn't heard that actually. Yeah, it wow. literally happened when we were I, upstairs. Oh, I did Lindsey not know Graham, that. let's discuss. Jesus Christ, really? Is that his classical or his contemporary monologue? Because what the... Oh, my God! Okay, wait, do we have the... Okay, just... just he's... Trump is a fucking idiot. Right? I agree. Finally, I agree. <laughs> uh, well, I'm excited about the, the, the possibility of uh, someone new in this, this big sort of slate of folks uh, uh, we're, we're no. looking at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about May... Okay, so what about Mayor Pete? What was the new poll said that 70% of Americans are would be okay with a gay yeah president yeah. Yeah. he he's my dude i mean seriously yeah. I, i'm 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 all about uh Mr. the mayor Pete. Pete. Yeah. yeah 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 i well listen but, I, know, I, 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 I elizabeth warren was coming from my heart and then kamala harris stole it again today uh, oh, with she her was questioning great. she was great oh shit man the, did you see the, the i think it's vandy fair did a photo shoot with mayor pete oh oh they mayor pete has never looked sexier did him justice oh wow yeah. it wow. is all right yeah. 
Let me see if I can find it. Uh, all right, all right. Yeah, Hom- yeah, Homos, yeah. everybody settle. Homos, Sasa. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I mean, he's it just blows me away that the extent to which he is just right there and present. And he just, he's, he's ahead of every question. He yes. and Elizabeth like, in, Warren. In a way that I've not seen. Elizabeth Warren just moved up into, I mean, it's really early. And, you yeah, know, yeah, of course. I mean, of course. you know, Biden's way ahead. And I yeah, get it. People yeah, want yeah. decency and normalcy again. And But Elizabeth Warren, I think with her courage and not just her policy stuff and mm-hmm. school and her specificity about, about, but her courage on impeachment and on the moral imperative of it, she rocketed to second, hmm. right? And so, and Buttigieg moved up to fourth, fourth. Yeah. behind Bernie. Behind, yeah. Like, I mean, you sort, you sort of slurred over that name a little bit, just to. It's yeah. so if you sort of, Buttigieg. yeah, if you sort of pretend you can, like, no. I, I not, actually, I have not had enough Chardonnay to say. I've actually practiced. Oh wow, he looks amazing. Oh wow, yeah, okay. Okay. That's a, that's it's a, yeah, Buttigieg. Buttigieg. And, and, and where it gets complicated is if it's a, a the the possessive form. Buttigieg's. I am Buttigieg's. Hey, Pete. Pete and Chaz Buttigieg's. Chaz is like I am Buttigieg's. You did it. We a friend of mine. She's from South Bend. Oh. And when I first met her five years ago, she said, "Oh, Pete's going to be our first gay president." And I was, and she said yeah. his name in front of me. I so yes I learned to, to say his name before I actually saw it in writing, mm. which makes it easier. Sure, if he you don't so, see the spelling. He did sort of come out of nowhere, like Obama and like Clinton and like you yeah. know Bill Clinton. I mean, you know what I mean? Like he's he, just got the goods in a way that I've not seen. Yeah, in, in a way that you know, look, every every candidate has their their strengths, and we can certainly you know look to all of those. I and just, you know how that you know he's a threat is these right wing douchebags. Trying to smear him, trying to bring him down, like trying to get guys to try to I, I didn't see, try to get no. guys to um, you know to lie him, yeah. to lie and say that he sexually assaulted or oh, harassed wow. them. Yeah. And I'm like, really? He's a war veteran. He's concert he's pianist. Scout. He knows 15. <laughs> like, well, really? He's at the manhole fun, trying to fuck somebody. I don't think so. Like, he's. I mean, they're just so pathetic. The right wing. Yeah, and none of that really. I mean. Ultimately, holds water when we sort of compare it against the the example in in, in the yeah. White House. Yes, yes, exactly. You, know, you have such a sexy voice. Uh, <laughs> Can you play some Barry White and uh, dim the lights, Sean? Thanks so much. You'll never find. <laughs> I will never find. You, he's to, isn't he totally my type with a dick? Mm-hmm. I mean, if he didn't have a dick, you he's like, Ivy League. He's beautiful. You like thin it's my girls. type. Well, yeah. <laughs> my last was him. Was him in a dress? Oh, right, no, beautiful. I don't know about the dress. Ivy League. Oh, oh, I know what you're talking Okay, just shut up. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. He's, could he's you... way hotter. I don't know why the lights are still up like this. Very That's my own know. personal opinion. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's love. Oh, yeah. Hi, Robert. Hi, Robert. Oh, my God. Can I call you Ben? You can call me Ben. It doesn't seem to me like it's enough. It's going to sue for rights right. on this one. All right. <laughs> what? Barry White's notorious about going after people for usage. <laughs> oh, really? Oops. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, like well we, kept, we kept it short. That's why Ali McBeal was good, never man. on DVD for it's a like the longest seconds. time, because they didn't have music rights. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Yep, My yep, point yep. is, you'll never find. My point, <laughs> <laughs> Ben. No, yeah, yeah. Robert, listen. <laughs> so, um, I, I did not know all this stuff about you. Born in Tampa, Florida. Yep. Uh, but, uh, hello, Georgetown undergrad. Uh, no, uh, Penn, oh, no, uh, I'm sorry, University of Penn, yeah. Ivy League, undergrad, law school for Georgetown. So you moved out here as a lawyer. Uh, oh. uh, yeah, I worked for a firm called Baker & McKenzie. It was a Chicago, Chicago-based firm at the time. It was the biggest firm in the world. They're number yeah. two, I think, now. And uh, I I was here a very short time before they actually announced that they were going to close the L.A. office. So it was a part of the sort of uh, early 90s. I moved things. out here. I left yeah. my radio career at Hot 97 in New York because I got a, a sitcom deal with Warner Brothers and then... They all got fired. Yeah. We moved out here. It's the same thing. And I was like, oh, 
Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well. So I, I got a severance package and 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 uh, <laughs> met with. Yeah, exactly. Met with a, met with an outplacement firm at once, and then I never called them back. And I had told a friend of mine, I'm like, you know, take me to that agency. And I I had started doing commercials in '81. I joined SAG when I was in fifth grade. Oh no, no, and, we have uh, to get to all that. Okay. I just love that. It probably was good that you did the lawyering before Queer as Folk, because otherwise you'd be like, oh, I'm sure you know my lawyer. He just was uh, anal rimming last night on Queer. Well, it's hard to say that I did lawyer. It was like it was like two seconds. It was like a like a, a breath, you know. Um, but yeah, it was a major law firm, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's one of those things where I sat behind my desk and truly, as people were walking by the office, that that see your life pass before your eyes, literally, and that's where literally is appropriate, right? Um, uh, could see. Well, I guess yeah. yeah. It's could, yeah had the had the sense of my life, you know. Just yeah. That had that flash, and I thought. Mm. This is not what no, I... No, not me. This is not my calling. Yeah. Not me. And it's a perfectly great profession if it's your calling, if it's appropriate for you. It just ultimately... Really, I, although I loved going to, to law school. It was... Uh, All right, let me tell you why yeah. I fell in love with you. <laughs> not just because you were super hot. <laughs> <laughs> just your character resonated. Well, first of all, you know, Hal Sparks is our friend. I've done the Sex Liberal Tour with him, but on the show. But I, so you paid, played uh, Michael's boyfriend, but you were... Uh, Turned husband. Eight, Right, husband. Yeah. First gay marriage on TV. Ever on television. Le- Ever. Le- first legal gay marriage. Yeah. I think there were right. other, some other ceremony type thing, but it was the first legal gay right. marriage. Yeah. But HIV positive. Although we had to go to Canada to do it. At oh, the time. Right. right. At that point, yes. Yeah. But <laughs> was that a boot? But uh, no, but I, also you were uh, HIV positive, and I've talked many times on the show about that my, my high school boyfriend, you know, high school love of my life died of AIDS, hmm. was one of the first guys. And so... It was not, it was a really powerful thing, I think, for gay people, for HIV people. Yep. It wasn't just you know, it wasn't just a role, right? Mm, no, I know, I agree. It, it was, uh, uh, you know, in the, in the way that the the show was, you know, giving voice voice for a community that that did not have uh, a lot of voice in, in, in on television. Um, this certainly, you know, gave voice to a, a, a you know subset of the community that that had even you know far less and. You know, and, and it really uh, plugged into to some of people's fears and uncertainties. And, you know, it was it was a significant shift when, uh, you know, they had Uncle Vic on the show who yeah. was, you know, taking a lot of meds and, and really who had AIDS, really. Um, but, but Ben, that was part of the distinction as well is that Ben was, was positive, but he didn't have AIDS, and uh, uh, which is a distinction a lot of people aren't aware of. But I think it was also the, the first representation of, a, of an HIV-positive character uh, that was uh, fully realized, yeah. you know, and, and yeah. particularly in a sexual way, you know, because th- th- those things uh, were always kept separate, and yeah. to show that that uh, you know, that that zero uh, different uh, coupling was was a uh, yeah. was revolutionary, yeah, um, for, for television. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, made for TV. Okay, so can I just ask a, a curious? Okay, so d- didn't your character ever get jealous that that Hal Sparks' character was really more in love with Brian? Then, <laughs> no, I mean, I think. Remember, was, they jerked each other off. Well, when they were, look, uh, I mean, you know, Ben, you know, Ben, Ben's a lot. He's very spiritual guy, and I think, you know, for for whatever reason, was there, fine there, with there, it? Was, there was an episode about that. Because Brian was hot. There was an episode where where Ben at, at the end said, uh, "Look, you, you know, you can love more than one person, you know, I, and 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 and, I, and, I, and that's certainly that's my, revolutionary to say on television as well. Totally, right. yeah. totally." And that's my experience. You know, I've been thinking about that a lot recently. You know, is I have a, a love for 
the, the various men that have been, you know, a part of my life relationship or otherwise, you know, it's, there's this sort of tendency to just cut that out. And I know that in, you right. know, in the pain, we, we tend to do that, but, um, it's really been an amazing thing to, to recognize, you know, the, the affinity that I, I you know, I, yeah. having shared something with those, with these folks. And I think Ben mm-hmm. was, was, uh, evolved enough and is, you know, was evolved enough to, um, to get it and, and yeah. to say, not be threatened by it, yeah. you know, to be secure enough in himself to say, you don't have a, you don't have a dead to me list. N- no, 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 good. no, good. Good. good for you. Good for you. I don't. I only have one, just the one that did the felony against me. Okay. So, but, you know, I mean, that's different. I what? Yeah. Uh, that's acceptable. I, yeah. I, I, just I, I really, I have no clue what, what you're talking about. So, it's yeah. fine. It's a blind item. <laughs> we'll talk, we'll talk later. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> No, but, yeah, I, but Ben was pretty. I, ben was pretty woke. I think you know right. he, yeah. he was like early days saying. woke. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, the original woke. Oh. Yep. <laughs> OG woke, woke. Woke with wood. Okay. Yeah. Listen, here's my point: is I thought this was particularly not just the first legal gay marriage ever portrayed on TV, but in this world of Trump Russia and we got our elections stolen by fucking Russian spies. You played television's first gay spy <laughs> in the film Kiss Me Deadly. Yep. Right. Oh my God, that's right. <laughs> You played. Yeah, uh, that was a blast. That was, and it was uh, with Sharon, Shannon Doherty. She was my uh, the, the co-star for that, and we 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 shot it in New Zealand, uh, which was uh, a blast. Um, and she, I feel like she, she might be a girlfriend that would have committed felonies against me had I dated her. She's straight, but still, you know, my point is, I I, I know what your point is. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you know, can't say she she was uh, she was very cool. A handful. And, uh, okay. Yeah. No, no, no. She was. No? She was oh, good. No, nah, she was. She was He's, actually. She was awesome. She was awesome. I, I ran into her uh, around Halloween this past year and gave each other big hugs. And she's, it's a, she's a how's doll. she doing? Yeah, I, I think I think well. I, okay. I think I read that she just signed on for the for the reboot for the ninety two one zero reboot. Yeah, I think all so, the, most oh. of them are coming. Yeah, back yeah. Luke Perry. So, yeah. so what is going oh, on with God John bless. Singleton, Luke Perry, and people? Having, just, I mean, you do yeah. a lot of philanth- uh, philanthropy for. Um, that's hard to say on this much Chardonnay. He does a lot of. I know you're barely into that. Uh, I know it was a heavy pour. The lady likes it. It was a heavy pour, but listen, philanthropy is in your philanthropic. We were talking about right. My point is for uh, the aging LGBT community. But I thought, like, how fucking scary is that? Like, you're what fifty, right? You're only fifty. Yeah. I mean, we've had people die of strokes. Luke Perry and you know Mm -hmm. John Singleton is fifty-one. Yeah. Yeah, you know it's interesting when I, when I first got involved uh, um, with that, uh, I, I guess cause, I guess you know, or focus. Uh, I, I was in my early thirties, and people were like, "What? What? What? Yeah, what's you your know, deal, why, dude? Why, why, why are yeah. you drawn to this? And you know, it doesn't really apply to you." And and uh, what's yeah. going on, Benjamin Button? Uh, well, <laughs> well, at the time, I remember thinking, "How can I? You know, what's the best way to be of service? How can I be of service?" And there were a few organizations that I thought were compelling, and this was the one that you know, in talking to several other folks. Uh, uh, they didn't want to get involved, and I got that it had to do about fear, and and having to to look at aging, you know. And I think it's terrifying, you know, when we're de- dealing with that whole wanting to be loved, and you know, the, as gay people, that sort of some of that core stuff. That there's a, like a, a terror and a fear, and I could feel some of the the fear within myself around really facing, you know, that 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 yeah. prospect and that what that journey was going to be. And and I think for for many of us, there's that that sense of like, you know being afraid of being old and alone well, and, you, and we've, you, we've gotten better we've really gotten much better about starting to address that in the community you said that when you were honored yeah. recently you said because lgbt elderly didn't for the most part create families the instance of being old and alone there's a much higher likelihood of it i mean i am honestly robert 
unless you help me. I'm facing dying alone and being eaten by my dogs because <laughs> I don't know. I, I think Janie's gonna like you know just lick Janie you. Janie will be and, fine. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> no, but you know my my 96 year old mom recently broke her hip and I hmm. went to take care. Of her. And my dad died. Uh, she's been almost as long alone. She was with him 40 years. She's hmm. been almost 40 years without him. She lost him at 60. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I am 40. I am Carol Burnett. That's what she thinks I am, and so I am 40, technically. Because Carol Burnett told you that does not yeah. make it true. Well, it's true. I'm going, <laughs> You're not younger the, than my me. Carol, my Carol Burnett approved age, unless you hate American Legends, is 40. But my point, Robert. <laughs> See the business to get worse. <laughs> but no, point? I look at my mom, and I'm like, wow, like growing old alone doesn't look like fun. No. And, you know... I, I mean, it, it's a, so I I totally resonated with what you're saying about that. That you go like, yeah, we didn't have kids, and you know, like I think like at least my mom has four of us, four kids that are, you know, all there. So what? How did that? So what was the genesis of that for you? Um, you mean what? Just 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 that issue about aging and the LGBT. I, I think I think it's really what, what I was saying that that I think at at core, uh, there there are questions about lovability and whatnot, and and. Um, because our society, it, in general, has tended to, you know, uh, uh, hold youth and beauty aloft and mm-hmm. and and sort of kick our elderly to the curb. Um, that just, you know, if you've got that those those inner issues of you know fear of like brokenness or you know yeah. lovability, then the prospect of getting older just is is uh, yeah. Do your you fear think, of it is heightened. Do you think more so in the gay male community or? Obviously, youth and beauty and maybe, fitness maybe, is such you a... Know, look, I, you know, look, these days I'm so you know hesitant to, to talk about things that feel stereotypical yeah, gender-wise. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that way, I, that, that said, I think that historically um, there are notions that you know men are uh, more focused on you know the, right. the beauty factor again, stereotype, whatever. Right. Right. You know, and, you know, uh, and, and that uh, uh, women traditionally were more uh, drawn toward providers or that sort of thing. You know, again looking back in yeah. kind of older, you know, society and culture. Um, so, so that, some of that programming may, I think may still hold true. Yeah. Um, so maybe, maybe that, maybe that's, uh, I that's why I'm fucked because I want I want a trophy wife and a sugar mama. <laughs> are we? Are we again, be someone's sugar mama one day? And it does does not exist. Are we getting a better support system for LGBT elderly as they as as more and more people age, you know, and get older in the LGBT community, well, look, which which honestly didn't happen well, for a little while. Well, then that's and that's why one that's one of the things that's making it better, just the fact that we're not losing a generation. Right. Like, like when when we lost. Yeah. You know, a generation of Michael people. Bennett, who I I didn't grow up with, but was from Buffalo, my hometown. I mean, so I mean, yeah. when if you were of a certain age, like yeah. you know, we are, we the lost whole generation. Was, well, that was we also lost. Yeah. that was yeah. also kind of the first out generation that you could track visibly. Yeah, getting older. Yes, in yes. a lot of ways. So too. there was a huge chasm then between the, the the you know folks who were were a good bit older, and then that that jumped down. And, and I think what happened is, without that bridge, the 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 oldest among us, you know, grew up in an era where you know they they were completely in hiding, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. uh, and and so it was it was much tougher to have to have those groups be able to relate to one another, yeah, um, you know, and, and in fact, I think it was hard for those elderly to be uh, 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 people who could show up as respectable elders in some ways because yeah. like all, some of the the survival tactics mm-hmm. were, you, you know. Uh, uh, 
they, they weren't of the highest character necessarily, yeah. you know, yeah. because it was just trying to survive. Yeah. And so, so you know, and there, there wasn't that continuum. And I think now that's don't, shifting. Don't you Good. think, like, in all the talk about how awful Trump is, the Republicans today and how homophobic and awful, I mean, I always said back then, because you and I are of that age, where I go, like, if AIDS had made rich white Republican men's dick fall off, they would have cured that yeah. in 1981. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so they've kind of always been a little awful. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Trump has emboldened them to be more outwardly awful, I think. I mean, mm. but, you know, how is Pence different than the homophobes of the 80s? How is... Well, you know, one thing on the on the on, on the sort of you know AIDS crisis thing, I just want to say that you know I think on the other side of of uh, gr- grieving the uh, the the horrific thing that it was, um, one of the things that I know people have sort of pointed to uh, in appreciation is the fact that it ended up being uh, uh, the greatest coalescing uh, yeah. event for our community. It really pulled everyone together, and, and, and in a way created a community. Um, that had not existed before because so so for all that was horrific about it you know you know it kind of gives me chills a little bit because because everyone came together uh, and also don't 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 you feel like that's what's happening now with the resistance to trump i do like that's the silver lining as you go this there's this amazing rainbow colored coalition i mean well and also women i think Mm -hmm. you know like women are responding in ways that you know maybe they they wouldn't have it were there not I feel this, like the hearing this, today, this catalyst you know, it's in the White Maisie House. and Kamala, like the women are leading this resistance, yeah, this yeah. multicolored sort of, you know, I mean, but I was looking at you, you were born in Florida mm. of, this is a 23 and me orgasm, Travis, Uh-oh. of Spanish, Uh-oh. Italian, Cuban, Irish, and English descent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a blend. I'm but you were raised Baptist, so yeah. tell us about your... I was, Coming well, out I was experience. Baptist well, too. My, so. my real last name is Gonzalez, first of all, and a lot of people don't know that. Oh, wow. uh, I, I grew up... Well, uh, good. You can be a local TV anchor at some point. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, none of that will apply for me because I don't look, you know, like no, we, we still deal all. with the stereotypes. You know, people still yeah. want want someone to look like, you know, the, the name. Like a Gonzalez. Sort of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like Martin Sheen changed his last name. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um... Uh, what, wait, what was the question? Yeah, um, no. <laughs> Sorry. No, but you grew up Baptist. Oh, right, Tell right, us right, about right, because right. it was an interesting yeah. conversation. Both right, my parents. With, um, my... No, with, um, um, who was it? Um, um, sorry, Matto and Buttigieg about, mm. oh, you came out at 33. That was really late. I didn't come out publicly till my late 40s. I feel like it's a generational yeah. thing. What was it like growing up I think Baptist? We have to have, I think and we have did to have you, a lot when of... When did you know you were gay? And what, yeah. tell us. Yeah. Oh, uh, one, I think we have to have, you know, uh, really a lot of compassion for each other and, our, and the whole coming yeah, out thing. I mean, you've you know, said that. You know, yeah, I mean, come on. Everybody, everybody comes from a different background. Right. Some some came from really deeply, deeply challenging backgrounds around sexuality, and it's understandable that in the face of that fear, you know, it would take somebody longer to get to their truth. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I my parents were both, had, had, you know, Catholic backgrounds in a way, but weren't really practicing. Me and too, I, yeah. And, and uh, I think my mom, wanting to be a good mom, uh, you know, in her, you know, idea of that, it would it would involve some sort of religious church going, and, yeah. And so, you know, friends all went to the Baptist church, and and so that's how it started for me. But so, and, when did you know you were gay? When did you come out? What was that like? Uh, you know, I was recently telling someone. I, I I don't know that I identified it as such, but I remember in first grade, um, two kids in the neighborhood, Marissa and Johnny, and I was just so drawn to Johnny. In the which grade? First grade. For oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and and. and 
you know, which I think really speaks to this idea that it's not a choice. I mean, right. I had no, you know, I, yeah. I just was so drawn to him. I, I didn't identify it as anything sexual, but I did identify it as something to be hidden. I can only remember. Yeah, I, was, I, I, was, I can was, only yeah, I can like only remember. I had to hide. Absolutely. And that, I think I, think I can that, only remember like back now and go, oh, I was so Catholic and had boyfriends. And I can only like now go, oh, that friend's older sister or coach or somebody that I went oh okay like I but I didn't identify it as that at the time did you yeah the, I think the first time I actively identified it you know and had I, I was a I was a safety patrol in fifth grade and I remember <laughs> us, uh, coming in uh, off the bus uh, you know and and uh there were kids in line and I heard some kid say to another kid you know that he was queer or something like that and I felt it just my whole body tighten and the fear sort of shoot oh, wow. through me Wow, and and I think that was like this moment of like, oh, you really have to hide. Like it was like a, yeah. um, it's something to be ashamed of. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and to to be fearful of. And I I think in first grade, you know, because like I'm like, why did I? Why was I? Did I realize that that it needed to be hidden? And I think just because of modeling, there was there was nothing else like that in the yeah. world modeled. You know, like there were only like straight parents out there. Yeah, in the world. yeah, yeah. So what? So when did you come out, and how were your parents about it? And so I used to sneak out uh, uh, when I was, I think, when I was sixteen. I snuck out to my first gay bar in Tampa, yeah. which at the time, you know, the bars then uh, like, Tampa? Like had no windows. Right. You yeah. know, it was a, yeah. like like it was a cinder yeah. block building yeah. that just yeah. said shame. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and I remember sneaking away from a from a a, a a keg party, a high school keg party, and I and I had a car and I went across town and I remember there were these guys standing on corners, you know, and I didn't yeah. know what they just seemed. You know, like maybe there was something to to explore, and I sat outside of this this for for a couple of hours. I sat and watched guys go in and out, and just my heart pounding through my chest. Walked into this club for the first time, and of course they didn't card me. You know, which yeah. it's a gay club in yes. Tampa, and uh, um, yeah, and that was that was the yeah. the beginning of uh, yeah. You know, and but um, I, I didn't come out officially though until. Uh, I, you know, coming out is it, there. Really, isn't a moment. I yeah, think. it's yeah. a process. You know, it's personal. It's a journey. Yeah, it's a journey. It so. is for everybody different and generationally so different. Okay, yeah. can I just say yeah. um, you've done everything, not just uh, queer folk, but popular Carolina and City, Melrose Place, Ellen, uh, Friends, uh, where you played uh, Phoebe. You were one of the many people Phoebe was dating. But um, I just I, I feel like I'd like to do the whole happy hour on the 2004 movie Billy's Dad is a Fudge Packer. <laughs> That was that was definitely a favorite. An I, homage to 1950s uh, educational it? films. I have not. Oh, you I want to know it. everything. So it's like a reefer is... madness kind of thing. It, it, well, I I'm not sure if we, reefer madness, but it basically everything is a double entendre. Uh, so wait, uh, is there so, a so, historical film strip? What did you label it in there? Yeah, oh, but, I can't remember. Billy Billy's dad is a is a fudge packer at the local candy factory. Billy's. Like the AV guy would have to come. Okay, he's 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 a fudge packer at the at the at the. Creamy Pleasures Candy Factory. Yes, sure. And um, hey, so he's literally a fudge. Yes. Literally, that's the point. Yes. Everything is is li- I, is literal. A double entendre. I mean, I hilarious. will never love a movie title more than Billy's Dad is a Fudge Pack. Yeah, honestly, it, it it you should watch. It's it's short and it's so worth. So watching. it's like a short that. Yeah, it's okay. a short, and we premiered at Sundance. And uh, it, can we oh. put the, let's link to this? Cause yeah, I we got, need to. I have to. It's see pretty. It. It's pretty terrific. It really is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And, and, and this gal, uh, Katie Huffman, plays my wife, who at the time had just come off of the producers on on uh, on Broadway. I love her. Oh my god, I had yeah. dinner with her in New York. Okay. Uh, yeah, she's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs>
Billy's dad is a fudge packer. I love it. Yeah. it was <laughs> That's a creepy like delights. That. Okay, and yeah. Yeah. it's, like a, it's a, basically like a Le- Leave It to Beaver. It looks like a Leave right. It to Beaver right. episode. Yeah. Oh Fantastic. My God, that's amazing. Um, Travis Nerd. He also. That's me. He also played uh, Supergirl's father. Nerd. Yep, I was noticing you got the big. It's, well, I was going to say the big S on your chest, but of course it's not. It's an the S. House of L. It's a symbol for the it's, House of L. And stands for hope. Yes. Yeah. There Thank you. Because I'm a total geek. Yes, I, mean, I completely geeked out well, over this. I think this. I it ran was... into you like right when you got cast in that part because I had seen the pilot because uh, my husband's uh, best friend is one of the producers on the show. Oh, okay. So okay. we were. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. think I, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Travis, yeah. Travis, Travis Boone. Nerds rock. Is a nerd. Fudge Becker from prison. Yes, I got all the bases covered here. Nerds are awesome, just to be clear. Exactly. I'm sure people like the fans. And that nerd. show probably go nuts over it too when they, oh, especially yeah, the yeah. gay kids who yeah. were like, yeah. <gasps> I know. Yeah, I think yeah I mean, wait, you know, how often do you get to be Kryptonian? So wait, right. here's the other thing. I, you were a Hillary Clinton supporter in 2008. Yeah, back when I was a, a communist cunt, Obama supporting whatever. Now I'm a, now what C word am I? I'm a corporatist, yes. Bernie bashing. Well, that's what's so interesting about. I'm, I mean, I remember that time so well, and and uh, <laughs> uh, actually remember being in in. Uh, uh, Texas stomping with Rob Reiner for <gasps> for her, and also that. at at one gay bar, it was uh, uh, I I spoke alongside Gavin Newsom. Nice, oh, which is so interesting. He is the most pretty he, uh, human in the world. He has so much charisma. What was so oh. interesting at the time was that I, I you know I thought Obama seemed terrific, and I thought you know we're just not there as a country. You know, we yeah. just I was so sure that we were. Uh, no, I you, you I know, was an was, early Obama person, which I the, feel like applies my, to Buttigieg. All, Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. No, it's the that, same. No. You know, so, because that, I remember so clearly thinking that we just weren't, you know, sort oh of far enough along as a country. Robert, this is why we should get married because this is what I. <laughs> no, but I was like literally had like chills when Obama spoke, and I was early Obama. All my black callers were like, "You are stupid, naive, liberal, like white girl. This country's never going to elect a black man." And I was like, "You wait. He is no. the one." And then you're right when they saw he could win. Partly because they, he had the goods, right? Yeah. But, but, but really you're right. Like I think that's what's happening now because I'm. I talk. I've told the story. But I, yeah. I talked to Moby, who's my neighbor, and he's like, I just met Mayor Pete. I love him, and I was like, Do you really think we're gonna elect a gay guy? And he's like, We elected a black guy with a terrorist name, and I thought maybe it's the thing we're most afraid of. I mean, they're saying that women now are afraid. That's why Kamala and Elizabeth aren't higher in the polls because they're like, oh, we're too afraid. Like, we have to beat Trump. Like, we can't. A woman, look what happened to Hillary. And I feel like gay, a lot of gay people are like, oh, Mayor Pete, they're not going to elect a gay guy. But you go, like, look at this poll. I think it's early enough to just sort of go for it right now. That's yeah. what I feel like. I'm like, I'm just going to go for what my heart is saying. Yeah. And by, by the way, just sort of a little historical moment. Um, I was at the Democratic uh, National Convention in 2004 mm-hmm. uh, uh, when Obama gave his in Boston. That, that famous oh, speech. Yeah. And I was in the room, and he walks into the room, and it was electric, and there were hardly any of us in there. But he had like five people around him. And, I, and to this day, I thought, why didn't I go over and say hello <laughs> and say, that was amazing? Know. You know, and so I mean, literally, I was like, you know, five feet away. And, and it was so bizarre. Uh, but, uh, but I, I know. But I, it's, oh, no, it's I had incredible. that. I, I, the name, the night I came out on Larry King on TV. I was on with Kamala Harris, and you know her people were like, "Oh, she really would like to meet you." I was like, "Oh, that'd be great," and I never fucking followed up like an asshole. You know? And you think like she could be the next president? Mayor Pete could be the next president. I mean, it, it really is I, in in that way kind of an exciting time, isn't it's, it? It's thrilling. It's thrilling. It's you know just just to have all, all these 
folks be, you know, viable? Of course, like you said, there, there, there's the fear we just have to be Trump, and that's kind of the over, overarching driver. But, uh, but all these folks are, are, you know, apart from that, are very much being taken very seriously as, you know, as prospective candidates. You know, yeah. But for that one factor, I feel like. Yeah. In that CNN poll that came out yesterday, the number one issue for, ele- for uh, uh, electing someone is, can they beat Trump? That's the number one That's thing. That's the one thing. That's the and, one and thing I that Democrats people, care about the most. I mean, Joe Biden is, I think, a deeply good man and has been through a lot. And I get people, people's yearning for not just decency again, but normalcy and also someone that was like Obama's best friend. And let's go back to what we have with Obama. I mean, I get it, but I just don't want us to be afraid. I don't want Trump to make us afraid to go, can't be a woman, can't be a gay guy, can't be a person of color, can't be, you know. I just, you know, the, you know, the only thing is I... I, I uh, I'm just curious to see how, how he kind of does on his feet. You know, Trump is is like no one else when it comes to that sort of attack mode. And you know, I, I think being able to to sort of hold your own. The thing the thing I always think about about Pete would be like David and Goliath, and he'd sort of be just use the weight against him. Yeah, you know, and 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 dodge and and. Uh, but so so hopefully, I love somebody tweeted. They were like, hopefully Biden will Pete do that. You know? Served in Afghanistan. He's a concert pianist. He knows. How many languages? Seven. Seven, Seven. Seven languages. Yeah. He taught himself he, one just so he could read a book in its original form. Yeah. Right. And then they were like, Trump hit himself in the head today with a golf club and blamed his caddy. <laughs> you know, one, one of the great things about Biden is uh, that, uh, you know, I'm hearing from various folks that, you know, oh, my Republican parents, not mine, mine are both, well, my dad passed, but my, they were staunch, staunch uh, Democrats. Uh, and, uh, but, but saying that their Republican parents would vote for Biden. Yeah, I hear that. You know, yeah. so, so yeah. That, that's that's not uh, something to be ignored, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, that that's something to be. And the thing is, know, aware of. Biden's not bad. No, 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 like, no. The, the, like, no, he's great. I mean, we've got, that's the thing. We've got just, so many great I, people I, on I, our I yeah, think, yeah, I, yeah. I think we all have a, a thing about like we're deciding the primary now. I know it's a, it's like a, we haven't even. Had we're so hungry to, for for the change. Yeah, people you know, today were like, yeah. I'd love to see Kamala on a debate stage with <laughs> Donald Trump. I'd love to see absolutely Elizabeth yeah. Warren. I'd love to see Mayor Pete. I mean, it's just I want know. to see Mayor Pete versus uh, Mike Pence. On Mike stage. Pence. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, he's definitely set, teed that, that, teed yeah. that one um, up. That's and, right and, and he's shown that he fights back you know, by not getting into the gutter with the other person. He He's brilliant. Also, and taking he's on the... elevated the, when the, he fights back. Also taking on the just corruption of the, not just Republican Party, but the religious right, mm-hmm. right, which is the religious wrong. I mean, he just... I I love that line, didn't you? About, it, you know, if you have a quarrel with me, Mr. Pence, it's not a, you know... With my maker. Yeah. yeah, yeah not with yeah, me. Yeah, it's with, with my maker. maker. Yeah, no, I, I love that it, you know he, he's really making such a point of not ceding the sort of religiosity or you know like the the God yeah to yeah. To, to, to the right you know uh, and I think that's huge yep. I think it's huge and and he he speaks very uh, openly to to you know wanting to leave the doors open so that yeah folks can not not have such a harsh line that people can't cross um, which yeah. you know is what we tend to do with this kind of us and them thing you know and it's so ridiculous because this republican democrat it's, it's well, such when, when it's we, such bullshit really i mean robert when we do our liberal per- purity tests and the people are going oh he's not gay enough i'm like really do you think america's gonna america's gonna elect richard simmons <laughs> like if america's gonna elect the first gay president he's gonna be an afghanistan veteran like multi-language speaker you know small town indiana mayor like which you know I mean, he said that on Bill Maher, right? Like, if you want someone's the opposite of Trump, 
I mean, that's going to be like we usually go. What's opposite, right? Yeah, yeah. I just you know I, I think we 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 so polarize each other again with this this Democrat Republican thing, and I think really right. every person is a is a a, a, a mixture of, of things that they find to be important, and you know none of and they sort of blend, they they cross lines, yeah. and so I think that's why. You know, people are, are willing to vote one yeah. or the other yeah. because I, we, we, out of you know, for simplicity's sake, want want to have it you know be yeah. uh, two sides fighting each other. Before but we it's go, not a reality. can we get back to you being the original American, the original patriot? At the age of eleven, uh, Robert Gant performed a soft shoe routine with uh, Bob Hope as part of yeah, Bob Hope's USO awesome. tour. I did. Wait, I did. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. The USO yeah. tour. Yeah. Well, uh, it wasn't the US, USO tour. So uh, uh, they would have USO. Uh, uh, it was a USO concert, if you will. It was, okay. It, it was, it was at uh, the McDill Air Force Base in Tampa. Ah. And uh, I was in the American Musical Theater Company at the time. What does soft shoe mean? No tap shoes? Ta- well, well, yeah, 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 tap yeah, yeah. without so tap. Tap without the shoes, yeah. basically. Oh, so, right. uh, and I remember, you know. What's Bob, the point of that? Bob was getting a, well, that that was a thing. It's just a yeah, thing. Yeah. Like, uh, that's right. what a lot, of the, a lot of the guys, no, a lot of the guys would do that. They they would, you know, they would do soft shoe. In other words, they would they would tap, but not have the. I got it. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, and Bob was one of those who would who would do that often. I think like Sammy Davis Jr. A lot yep. of those guys, you know, who were contemporaries, did that Candyman, soft shoe routines. Um, awesome. And he was older, and uh, uh, yeah, I think actually the song we we did it to was T for Two. <laughs> of course. Because <laughs> is there any know, other song to do you shop for two, soft shoe two for T? <laughs> uh, because um, it was Bob Hope. So, Robert, you know. um, you but of course said... he, he was you know definitely like. Checking out the attractive young, mm, of ladies, course. You know. oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eklund. He always had an eye for for the attractive ladies. Yes, you know, oh. so. Bob did. Yeah, Brit Eklund. Yeah. No, he, but, but he was great. He was he was a he was wonderful. Nice guy. Yeah, yeah. really nice. Um, you speaking of Mayor Pete and the religious right and that whole. You once said, "In God's world, there are no mistakes, only lessons." So I'm coming out exactly when I'm supposed to. Hmm. So what now? Are, <clears throat> what's what's, up, what's my relative chance with you? Gay, straight, married? I mean, what what's happening? Are you married? Are you You're a boyfriend? Lesbian. No, I know that, but are you married? Uh, I, I am not. I am not. I'm. I'm very open to it. Uh, when, Boyfriend? Uh, uh, no, no. Mm, wow. no, no, no. I was in a relationship. I for consider a while, that but, an but opportunity. I'm, Me too. <laughs> but I'm single now. Uh, Me too. Well, what? We'll but, talk about it later. But looking forward to sharing, you know, the next chapter of the journey with uh, with a partner. Oh. Yeah. Oh. All right. <laughs> All right. I'll settle for a double wedding and vacationing together. Whatever. If you, if you want to make any introductions, I'm very open. To it, so. <laughs> and she, wow. she's and the same way if you yeah, have a open to introductions you know a too. So right? you can. Uh, you wow. never know, my dear. Actually, yeah. Let me <laughs> help each other. Oh my God, he's so hot. Okay. <laughs> can I have. Cue my val. Okay. Because the reason you're here, because right. not only that I love you, but okay. Our Valley of the Dolls. The Valley of the Dolls. Reading this weekend at the LGBT yes. Center, I, almost everyone in your cast has been here for the happy hour. It's such a great cast, isn't it? It's oh. amazing. I am you obsessed. Know, the gay who's who with Holy Valley shit. of the Dolls. Like, can I just say, ask you a question? Where do I? How or do gay I? Icon, who's right. Who? Where do I? How do I? What? How do I? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I love the Valley of the Dolls so much. Okay, so. Yeah. Uh, I just saw Wilson Cruz at the event this and weekend. Oh, he, he will, on the podcast. Yes, he's oh, just love, been here. Uh, he will play Neely O'Hara, Jolie Fisher <laughs> as the narrator, awesome. <laughs> Lorraine Newman as the narrator on Saturday. Yeah. Mo Gaffney, who's been here, of course, my my buddy, uh, Robert Gant as Kevin Gilmore. I forget who Kevin Gilmore is. 
one of the dudes. Like, okay. it's really all about the one women, the let's face yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. He's not Greg, Greg, Casablanca. Greg Luganus, who made We're supporting a, the women. Yes. Greg Luganus, who made a splash here on the happy hour. I see what I did. Okay. Okay. As, okay. Cheryl Lee Ralph is Helen Lawson. <laughs> Joan Van Ark. That's what the start is. Joan Van Ark on the happy hour. Yes. We were like, you're doing what with who? And, and she Can told you us get the us cast and we were like, what is this? <laughs> Bruce Valange, who was here last week for a fantastic happy hour as Jennifer North. Love, love. Marissa Winokur as Miss Steinberg. I, I mean, I, where do I, how do I, where do I, how do I get tickets? Where do I? Oh my God! It's really it's for such a you know great causes yeah. as well. In addition to like the you know, LGBT center, yes, and also the Alcott uh, Center for Mental Health, yeah, um, which is yeah. a wonderful yeah. facility offering you know services, yeah, you know, for uh, yeah, mental health services. Yeah, no, but, I mean, I, it's so important. And the, I mean, and the LGBT center is is dear in that uh, the you know the aging group that I was involved with the the gay and lesbian elder housing uh, organization I was involved with was subsumed into the the. Right. Uh, L- LA LGBT Center. So, yeah. so uh, the Triangle Square, which is the first of its kind uh, uh, facility for uh, low-income yeah. LGBT elders, uh, you know, is now something that they yeah. take care of. And then there's a new facility about to open as well. So oh, that's, awesome. a, that's yeah. a big, huge. That's a big, huge yep. construction project over yep. there, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 They're, they're just amazing. Yeah. Well, and, and you can get tickets uh, by going to uh, dollsvalley.com. Okay, yeah. if you're here in the Los Angeles area, yes, um, please come. Yes, you are the last member of the cast we've it's had be a hoot. for this. Uh, yeah, no, but uh, God bless you. Just for you know, not just you know, it's so interesting. I feel like we have the we have such amazing people sort of on our side in the resistance that are we had on through all these campaigns that are Ivy League that are you know beautiful that are smart that are, you know, great actors, that are great producers like you, writers, whatever, but but that also, you know, do all this activism that you don't have to do. I mean, you know, you know, you could be a shallow, hot actor that goes to Chris's gym, obviously. Look at you both. <laughs> you know, But I, you do this work because you want to, you know, you want to give back. Well, and, and I, I feel like once you get past the sort of superficiality of, of Hollywood, of life, of anything Of you else, and Chris, you, yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. You know, you, you you sort of realize what you know what it's a, what it's really about, you know, which is people and connection and uh, yeah. helping each other, and you know, having had you know my dad pass recently, you just it really drew all Sorry. the stuff just like just really quickly see what's important in life. And, yeah, and, uh, my dad passed. I, I just went to USC yesterday, where I went graduated in eighty three, the year my dad passed, and my mom is ninety six and still here, and so you know, you're right. Like I. She's a Fox News watching Trump voting Republican. But you know what? You go like, we're going to have to reclaim this country. One relationship, one friend, one loved one, one family member at a time. Aren't we? I mean, you grew up Baptist. Like, how are we going to get this country back? How are we going to, you know, go, you know, like, I'm someone you love. I'm not an alien because Fox News says I'm gay or I'm brown or I'm this, right? Yeah, I I think, look, I think we just go forward open-hearted honest authentic you know just you sort of doing the best you can and i, th- I think that ends up uh, uh permeating I, I i might i had an acting instructor who used to say one word of truth resonates for thousands of miles yeah and and i, I feel like people feel that you know when, when they experience it and, yeah and uh and i think if we just operate from that place it, it there's a power just from that itself and you know and on the, the on the the being of service the philanthropy thing i think uh I think part of why people end up going toward it is that 
these other things we seem to chase that society tells us to chase, you know, you, they start to feed us for a second. Yeah. You know, you, you sort of, you know, yeah. at first it's like, oh, I got the, the thing. And, you know, it felt in, and each time you're like, oh yeah, there's just no there there. But when it, when it comes to being of service and, and helping, yeah. um, there, there's a, it, I think it, I feel like it nurtures, uh, someone, someone's soul in a way that, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. so it's the yeah. thing that ends up really feeding you. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Speaking of feeding me, Ben. <laughs> oh God. Oh boy. Ben. And we're time back to, go. to feed. Ben. Time to go. It's time to go. It's time to go. Ben. Time to go. Play the music. What? Uh, it's all about that. Don't music. give me the rap thing. <laughs> Listen, Ben and I both need some super hot, super Ivy League smart people to go on vacation together and get have a double wedding with. It's Let's get this fucking going. done, oh people. Oh, I'm so sorry, Robert Gans. I'm so sorry. It's all Stop. good, Robert Gans. I love perfect. you. It's I been, love it's you. It's been so perfect. It's I like, love you, Robert Gans. Oh well, I, I love, love you. you. And break a leg this weekend. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Have fun that. doing it. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Y'all come out. Yeah. yeah. Happy, happy hour. Oh, wow. Ooh. I already came out, but I'll do it again uh, for you. Yeah. I mean. For the know. event as well. All right. Yes. Uh, Dollsvalley.com. Thank you so much for having me. Like, yes. so thank you for being fun. had, Robert. Oh, oh my God. Goodbye, Ben. <laughs> Bye-bye. Mm. <laughs>